0: All right, we live. We are live. Let me make sure we got all good to go. What's up, everybody? This is G-Dom with g Dime Speaks. It's been a little bit. Last time we came at y'all, it was me and Willie D. Hooks talking about some um, coronavirus stuff. Unfortunately, that's still kind of going on. But today, we have a very special guest. Today, I'm... Honored to have Willie D. Hooks back with me and another guest with us named G. Wright. How you doing, G. Wright?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Doing pretty good.
1: Appreciate the
0: opportunity. That's what's up. Willie D., how you feeling?
1: I'm
2: feeling pretty good. Uh, I appreciate you having me back again. It's always a pleasure and an honor to to, to have a platform where you can kind of express yourself. So, uh, what's up to everybody out there? And, and I, I think this is going to be a very interesting topic that they can they can
0: maybe in some gaps somewhere and you know try to move forward with things all right with further ado let's just jump straight into it then you right you want to start willie d you want to start let's talk about the current yeah. conditions that's going on in america regarding black people black people well
1: i can't start on that bro
0: <laughs> willie d uh, uh,
2: okay okay i can go into that um I think that 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 is a current situation uh, as far as one of the current topics is, is federal government coming into to places and you know just police period and that's kind of been an ongoing thing as far as starting with the protests. So um, things that go on with black people, I think is, is, is not. I think for me is a real thing. So so that's why it's an honor to have have multiple points of view and it's and it's always important to 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 sit down and have conversations with those people and build a dialogue so you all can kind of move forward and and figure out where everybody's thinking and be honest about how you feel
0: right how do you feel about police presence here in in the city right now i mean how does that make you feel with the current state of uh you know police brutality kind of going on and and all these different uh incidents that are happening They, they don't seem like they're um uh, what's the word I would like to use? They don't seem as if they're uh, not really uh, incidental, as you would say, you know you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, from, from my perspective, as far as what I have to deal with, uh, me and Gary had a conversation. I don't know if he wants to jump into this, about uh, a kid that got killed in a hotel lobby. And, he was he was coming out the room. The officer gave him all kind of mixed commands, and he fumbled, needless to say. And the statement I made to Kerry was, if he would have had the certain kind of teachings that I had with dealing with the police, he probably would be alive today. Now, I know that definitely can be a, a statement of, you know, opinion, because we don't know because the guy is no longer here. But mm-hmm. I think that, that the police brutality is definitely not incidental because there's more than enough cases to show that um when it comes to to them seeming as an oppressive force in certain communities there's there's uh, numerous occasions where where that that shows up. Mm. So I don't think it's I don't think it's by by um by accident. I really I really don't.
1: Okay.
0: Gary, what you uh, think? Uh
1: you're talking about the kid who got shot in the hotel?
2: Uh-huh. I just, and as far as you know, just having understandings of how to deal with the police, and and that was a that was a white kid, and he he didn't have those kind of understandings about dealing with police.
1: Yeah, he was crying, begging. He's he's saying, "Please don't shoot me." Mm. Um, the thing that hit me with that, bro, is that you said if he had had if his parents had taught him how to deal with that situation, like for me, that. From my perspective, coming from a white family, being white, being a father, uh, that's not a conversation that I've ever thought I needed to have with my kids, right? So for me, that was like that was that was one of the moments, and there have been so many in these conversations where you start to understand that you really gotta shut up. And listen, like, uh, uh, Eddie, a friend of ours was talking about, his his mom was talking to me about a certain incident. And when she was explaining it, as a parent, I've never felt that way, like with police. Like I've never felt like I had to protect my children from the police or teach my children how to protect themselves from the police, and when you have these conversations, these are very real conversations. And when you like, and when you said that, had had he been taught how to handle the police? Because he did, right? Like he completely effed it up. He didn't even know what he was doing. Hands up, hands down, he was so scared. Like, right? and to think that there are people that have to train their kids how to survive a a police interaction to me was a moment that I I don't know you you almost feel guilty at that point because I've never had to do that and nobody has ever had that conversation with me so at that point that was one of the moments that made it real for me
0: is Mm. you know okay my opinion on that is um it's the toughest thing to kind of do. You 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 as a as a black man coming from a black background, even though we prepare and have been prepared in this society to deal with law enforcement, we still don't control the outcome. So just imagine um you join in the military, right? And they tell you, "Hey, here's your guns. Here's, you know, you you become extremely disciplined. Here's your guns. I'm I'm gonna train you. I'm gonna make you as highly trained as you can to deal with combat in these combat situation, right? And and it goes left. Everything that you've ever been taught, right? It, it just goes completely left. So even though we can train our kids and or condition them to understand how to do with police and excessive force one thing is that we we can't train as the outcome because we don't know how a an okay. individual law enforcement officer is feeling one day one day he may be feeling like i'm just going to kill this asshole or one day he he may not even know himself sometimes but if we want let's um let's go over to the george floyd killing right and um the George Floyd killing alongside uh, Breonna Taylor's killing. So I'm going to do George Floyd's killing, my opinion on that. That is uh, that is a instance where the police have failed the people over and over and over again. You've had someone that has been on your uh, payroll for more than 20 years with <laughs> an incident each year that they were working there and never thought at once could this person be a a good individual to police. I understand the the I understand when people say, "Oh, they're police, they're regular, right?" And and they have these moments where they do jack up, right? Well, a construction worker can mess up. He can put a few screws on wrong and, you know, have to redo it, right? Uh, a a cable guy (laughs) you know he can mess up he could drill a hole he could drill through power knock some power out you know he can mess up some things in your house you know some some jobs you're allotted some mistakes other jobs you're not allotted those kind of mistakes and I believe that law enforcement is a position where you're not allotted that much room for error especially 19 years of era. Now, the biggest issue I see with the police is they have a kill first mentality, which is if you have a kill first mentality, that means that you're conditioning your police to be military style police. I mean, that's the main reason why you purchase all these guns. That's the main reason why you have all these vests and all these automatic weapons on the street. They're not interested in policing. They're interested in shooting and killing anything that pops up. I mean, there's so many people out there that uphold the the badge of the police. They uphold the badge, right? They say, back the blue, back the blue, back the blue, because the blue is was going to uh, help control you. Or, I mean, help, you know, just people, whatever. I'm not really even caring about that part. But could you imagine that somebody is only backing you based off of the occupation that you chose? You don't hear shit like, let's back the cable guy. And the reason why I say that is because that's my past profession. You know, anybody that listens to this, they know that's what I do (laughs) or what I did. I'm still there. But nobody says shit like that. Nobody says, hey, you know what I'm saying? Support the cable guy. Support the plumber. Support the cashier that 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 has to ring up your groceries. Support the other cashier that has to ring up your, your your food whenever you're going to go get it. Support the waiter. Support the waitress. Back the you know back all of these different things. But it's a a narrative that says back the blue to say fuck the black. Well, I if if, if I can hop in
2: here real quick as far as the uh, and that's why I specifically made the comment about. No one knows what the outcome will be because he's still dead. And that's that's a fact of the matter going back to um, for me, it's always been about abuse of power thing. The, the the underlying tone of that is that, that abuse of power usually happens in, in communities where these police officers don't live at, which is usually a black versus a white thing when it comes to the the merit that, that police departments paint. So that's why I made that statement as far as you can't you can't know what the outcome of that would have been. As as far as I mean, the Breonna Taylors and the and the George Floyd's. I mean, we got stories here as far as Cameron Lamb and Ryan Stokes. So right, right. the 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 fact that that things like that occur, even even e- like you said, and I allude to that, that with the teachings that occur. And things still happen because you can take cases where you can say um, a police officer came out who was actually in the military, going back to militarizing the police. I think that's a real thing. Um, He was in the military. He was in the military. Police had a decorated career. Seemed to me from what I was reading about his military career came out was a police officer. He was he was a black police officer. He arrived on scene first uh, after um, I believe that was Ryan Stokes was was shot. And and he he didn't kind of tell his story at first. He got into a, sh- a police involved shooting, and the FOP didn't back him. So again, I think that goes back to to the narrative that that's created as far as the police force started as as an oppressive unit to catch slaves. Mm-hmm. So that 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 kind of thought process hasn't changed. Going back to Kansas City, they had two stories in the in the Kansas City Star about Rick Smith needs to resign. Because he he's part of the old guard, he's that back of the blue, and the police can do no wrong. To your other point that you said about that, that's that's the more of the issue with me. It ain't even have to go back to an occupation. It's that when the police break the crime, it's 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 forgiven. When a citizen breaks the crime, it's oh they shouldn't have did that. Oh well this. Well oh oh well that. Well how do you hold more responsibility on the professional and law enforcement than you do the citizen? That this 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 they're supposed to be paid to protect. Mm-hmm. And that's the bigger issue for me as far as it, it just comes down to citizenship. And, and I was, I, I, I couldn't remember what the 14th amendment was, but that was about citizenship. And, and, and going back to um, a video that you sent me on, on, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, shout out to him that, that I had to go look that up to see what that was about. I knew what the 13th and the 15th was about, but I couldn't remember what the 14th. And I think that's the thing about it is there is people out here that, that still feel like they're not citizens or still maybe three-fifths of a person to certain people. And that's the narrative that's created with the police force, I think, on a national level, not just here. But I think that's that's kind of for the most part But it's taught to police officers. And it's an it's an unfortunate thing because that's why
1: things like this continue.
0: Uh, Most definitely. Gary, what you think about it? Oof.
1: Um, So I I, I spoke with uh, a police officer that I I, I believe we're all familiar with. um, A former police officer. Um, And I asked him, like I, I told him, I said, I understand, like I believe in the thin blue line. Now, what I believe in is the idea that law and order, like, law and order keeps a society from descending into lawlessness and chaos, right? Mm -hmm. So I asked him, and he said, no, that's, as a police officer, that's not what the thin thin blue line is. The thin blue line is, is you back the guy next to you. And when I was talking to him about it, I was like, well, if you're all gonna back each other, right, Like, isn't the actions one cop? Like, isn't that all cops at that point? Like, if y'all are always going to back yourself and you're you're holding, you're toting that thin blue line, isn't it always going to be all of y'all? Now, I get the officer, overseer, I I get all that. But like I said, it's different for a lot of people because like I'll go back to my original comment. I've never felt the need to teach my kids how to deal with the police. That's crazy. So, yeah, no, it is. So, to to me, from my side, I come from, I come from poverty. I I come from like I come from a bad neighborhood, right? And I understand. I've never called the police in my life because to me. They always make shit worse. Like, it always makes the situation worse. Now, because what you usually have is somebody who comes into a situation and outside of their police training and police experience really don't understand the environment or, like, a lot of people say bad neighborhoods. I, I don't like to
0: say bad neighborhoods because Say, say bad neighborhoods. It's, it's bad neighborhoods. neighborhoods no, it's where,
1: undesirable but that doesn't mean the people in it are bad, but, right? Because I come from there. Like my people, like but I think when you have...
0: Is, is it would be bad. By definition, yeah, that's what but we
1: would say. Yes, but I think people who don't come from that don't understand it and I think in a lot of times the kill first mentality, and I'm not saying all the times and I'm not saying there is not racist cops and I am not at all saying that there's not a system in place mm. right but on an individual level, I think it's fear you got people in a situation that they have never been prepared for in their life when you come from it, you understand it but for them, it's so out of pocket like it's just so different
0: well they shouldn't if, be police. Now, now, could
1: they? right exactly
0: if they yes no.
1: i mean and i don't exactly. mean to
0: interject but i'm just saying like if no no i agree the, no, the no, biggest please, problem comes is that if, if you if that's your mentality then maybe right. you shouldn't police this area the problem is is that if you're a policeman with that mindset, most of the times that you, an area that you work is not where you live. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that cop. Let's say he 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 he's working, you know, in, in Sugar Creek or 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 wherever, Dogpatch, wherever he may be working, right? Right. And he's going home to Overland Park or Olathe or Lee Summit or up north. Yeah he's experiencing two different type of people in one day. Yes. More crime inside of this particular county that he polices, way less crime whenever he goes home. So if you've got way less crime whenever you go home, the, the thought process begins to change once you go home. That means that everybody starts to seem like monkeys and out of control. Everybody seems to be a little bit um off the meters but and here's an additional let me ask yep does anybody believe that the cops should at least have a minimum of a four-year degree before practicing law absolutely or-
1: absolutely well i don't know hey, look i don't i'm not one who believes in in degrees like i want you to have the skills to be able to operate in this environment.
0: Would you like, ever tell that to a doctor?
1: I would. I would blame. I would blame the the, the people that put them in those positions, not understanding fully what those positions are. But and we've you, all worked. We've all workplaces, right, where uh-huh. our bosses have no idea what what it is that we actually do.
0: But our bosses don't right? control our life or death. Would you? Would you it, want a right. police? Would you want a doctor? To just be skilled and not be completely educated, would you want a doctor working on you that didn't have a degree, never practiced that you knew of, just came from an eight-week program and said, "Hey, Gary, I can open you up."
1: I can tell you, four years can never deal, can never teach you to deal with what my where I came from taught me how to deal with.
3: Like, can, so it's
1: it's got to be real, like it's got to be real life in. And y'all know what I mean by this because we've all shared the same profession. Real life in the field, you cannot affect this outcome. You just sit there, shut the fuck up, and watch. Like that kind of experience. I mean, I mean, excuse my language, but nobody care. Nah, this old. All right, but you know what I mean, like you have to understand the situation you're in because I cannot have you be afraid. Like, look, I, I've watched my grandma and grandpa just get live. Like just where, but I've met people who, if they watched it to me, it's like, that's just, that's just what they do. Mm. But to somebody else, that's a, you know, and it's always harmless, right? And you know, these two people share love for each other, but they get they get they get loud. They make a scene. They're passionate. You know, they're passionate, <laughs> and they probably one of them's probably drunk, if not both of them, right? But you understand that, and you and that becomes normal for you. But you have people who come in who are trying to mitigate a situation. That they do not understand. Right. Because I, I can't. Like. Because I read through a lot. Right. Like. I read through a lot. Particularly police reports. And I was surprised. At how many people lost their lives. For calling the cops. And then I remember. When I was younger. that don't call the cops. They're just going to make it worse. Right. Like. These people called the police. To. come, And it ended with. The loss of their life. Like. I don't. Like I think a lot of times you're sending a person in there who doesn't understand what they're about ready to walk into, and a lot yeah. of time, a lot of times I think it's because of where, how they've grown up, and, and their perception of what their reality is is not has not prepared them for what they're about ready to walk into. So From I. I
2: I I under, I think I understand what you're saying. Um, I, I get that, that that experience is always you know something that is invaluable. But uh, to Garen's point about the education, and yes. especially in positions of of where you are going to come into um, situations where where it's going to be life or death, and you and you have to make a decision, and and that that schooling that 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 accompanies the experience, I think is necessary in those positions. I think that's why that was a the, a great analogy using a doctor because I don't care how long a doctor has been. I mean, that's like, you know, they used to have, you know, where the barber thing came from and all that. They used to just drill a hole in your head and all that kind of stuff and say, here, that'll fix the problem, drain some pressure off your brain and you'll be straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I want or- doctors to read this history and know history and be knowledgeable about things precedence has been set so they can know what not to do. And I think that knowledge is important for a police officer to say, we need to know about social studies. We need to, we need to know about social cohesiveness. We need to know about... um Um, the history of the police force and what we did wrong in the past and all that kind of stuff is important to his decision-making when it comes to a critical decision. So I would much rather have a police officer that's been to school for four years, let's just say lack of experience going in the field. I would much rather have the police officer that's been to school for four years and learned about, like, uh, sociology and and, and things about people than the police officer that just has six months of training at the police academy.
0: And that's what we that's have scary. in America is people with six months of training that are in those positions. I mean, you literally see some fuckballs balls that are police officers. I think me and Nick had a conversation probably. I don't know. It's probably about a month or two ago or something like that. We were talking about um, cops in Switzerland versus cops in America. What was your analogy on that, Nick? Or not Not analogy. What was the breakdown because I think we were saying something about as far as uh, those cop, or maybe it wasn't, I don't know if it was Switzerland, but it was, another, it was in another country where they don't even carry guns, right? But people still fear them. And, and I get this society is different because, you know, we just saw guns blazing. You know, everybody loves their fucking guns, right? They Second Amendment right, right? But just imagine mm-hmm. if you had a police force where you were, you were feared because of physicality and you knew that you can be taken down. Not to say that that wouldn't still kill you due to all these other acts of the the chokings and all this other stuff, but you won't feel like you're gonna die if that cop is educated. And I made the comparison as far as um being educated and and like all these things that we're saying all go together. If somebody's in right. school for criminal justice and i said i'm I gonna go and be a police officer okay well you start to go down that road then you're gonna be battle tested right you're gonna you should be able to know when to um interject into some things you should know you should come with a uh a mediating mindset but a lot of these yeah. cops don't come with mediating mindsets they just come to to, it's it's do what we say when we say How we want to say it, to do it and, and that's it And it's always to inflict some sort of Pain upon that other person Now I'm not saying that this doesn't happen Doesn't happen to all um, All race people But it, it seems to be more targeted At, at moments whenever black people do fear, feel fear You know but then if, in, in that same merit you would say, oh, but y'all, you know, black people would kill each other and shoot each other and y'all don't want to call the cops then. Like, well, I mean, shit, by, <laughs> by what we've seen, y'all A, coming to kill us, B, or just coming to scrape the bodies up off the ground. Or
1: somebody's going to get arrested or some shit that we didn't want to happen. Like, we just wanted you to come help us with this situation, but something else is going to happen because we bring you into it, Like, right? For me, that's, than always the perception of cops. Like he just didn't call cops because they didn't help. They, do they a never had better help.
0: job of getting the fucking cat out the tree than they are mediating people nowadays. Yes. Oh
1: yeah. So I do, I a hundred percent agree on the education side of it, but, uh, where, where, and y'all have to, y'all have to forgive me and, and help remind me who was the guy that was sleeping in fast food or sleeping in the fast food line. Where did that happen?
3: Atlanta,
0: <sighs> down in Atlanta. Okay.
1: Yeah, I watched that entire video, bro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At at no point was that man a threat. Not at one like understanding what an actual threat is. Like when I watched that video, I don't understand it because at no point was that ev- that man ever trying to be threatening. Like even when he was, like, his main goal was to get away, like, to run away. At that point, I almost feel like he lost his life because somebody was terrible at their job going back to education. Like, I felt like he didn't want to have to face people that this dude got away from him. Like, but at no point did I ever feel like anybody was in danger. So the fact that somebody lost their life over a situation that I never watching it and understanding my point of view, like, that should have never happened because there was never a... Nobody's life was ever on the line from my court perspective. And that's why I think people like me should have a different perspective because at no point in that video, if I didn't know the end, I
0: would be shocked. So what would you would have done up front? Up front? Uh-huh. I mean, what would you would have done? I mean, because the problem is is that our law enforcement aren't lo- looking for positive solutions. They're just looking for, for them to be satisfied, whether it be... I
1: mean, I've I've met, I've met good cops. Like, I've met good cops that are not trying to hem you up, right? Right, like but what, they what should under- they
0: should have done in that particular situation with Stephon Clark? Let him, let him run? Let him run.
1: Uh, the, I've, I've, the guy who the guy who ran away from because he was drunk fell asleep in the yeah. in and the think, yeah let him run yeah why you got you already you've already seen his id why not you've just already, take him home Yeah, no i mean okay so up front before that yes that that can work
0: you see can you work. see how simple that is like he's yeah, no, drunk, that, yeah, we yeah, can't have that. you sleeping in Wendy's. But
1: even beyond that point, let him. Like even beyond, even after it got out of control, a cop should never think that I gotta take this person down.
0: No, that wasn't I Stephon thinking. Clark. My bad. I'm tripping. No, I think I
1: don't think yeah. it was. Was it? No, nah, that Brooks? was Stephon
0: Clark. Was the uh, the guy that was killed in his backyard?
1: I, th- I think the last name was Brooks mm-hmm. on, on the the person we're talking about. I
0: think
1: I had, it was Brooks. Yeah. But never never like if, if if I'm watching that video and you didn't tell me how it end ended, I would never think it was gonna get to that point. And like I said, that's that's the perception
0: from from my Rashard reality. Brooks. Let's say his name, Rashard Brooks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well I mean and, and that's the problem with the police. It's not. So, it's not solution based. And since we're and they're not thinking in, in a solution based theory, then they had two options for for Rashad Brooks. It was either dead or in jail. Could you imagine well, being so fucked up? Where? where well, you...
1: what's
0: their what's their what's their primary goal? What
1: was
0: whose primary goal? Supposedly for police. Fuck.
1: Shit, it, it, it looked
0: like to to do one or the other. It didn't look like he had a had a positive outcome once they met with him.
1: Because all they really had to do to protect and serve is to keep that motherfucker from driving. That's it.
0: He wasn't doing so, that. And like
1: you said, and like, and like I said, and he wasn't doing that. You're right.
0: Yeah, he was cognizant enough point, to know, let me pull this shit over. Let me go ahead and just go to sleep in the car. Anybody else can sleep in the car anybody yep. that you i've known many of people many a times that just fucking fell asleep in the car
1: Right, but at that point that and that goes back to my point of him never being a threat at like five minutes before this dude is so wasted he's passed out in his car like i don't i you just can't rationalize it one way or the other like and that goes back to The people that are responding to these situations are not prepared and not qualified. To
0: that's because it's it's an institution that hires the unprepared and hires the unqualified.
1: Yes. So now, and I don't want to take out. I don't want to take out the fact that. In a lot in a lot of these instances, you have people from different cultures and different races and different backgrounds. That was and quite I, I simple, really though. Because if
0: here, here's the thing, if you would, if they would, if the cops would have went over there and seen a real pretty looking girl knocked out in her car, drunk, I, I guarantee you the outcome would have been different. She would. She would have got home. Yeah, yeah. She would. She would have got home.
1: Hundred percent agree with that. Like it's it's what they see. That defines the situation that they think they're in. Of course, and that's 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 the other problem. So, what is done about that? Well, that's a difficult one. Solutions are always the most difficult, right? Or are I mean, they though? Not that. Not, I mean, again,
2: going back to learning mistakes, that that doesn't seem like a hard decision to try to be here to protect and serve. What your uh, what your signature is, and and you don't know how to mediate first. I I think that's more of the issue, and and it's so selective on on that that initial that initial approach or that initial con- I don't want to even call it a confrontation, but the 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 first contact that is made between the police officer and their viewpoint of that person, and that's how the, the police officer totally dictates the situation. And I think that's the institutionalized part that they come down to that to Garen's point about, um, you know, hiring dipshits. Yeah. They, that, that that's purposeful that they, they want to have people like there and that, because that, that, that benefits their ideology. The case in point is where are most prisons built at and small poduck ass towns where you can get these people in here, pay them $12. It's the best job they ever had. And going back to, you know, just to statistics, Black people have a higher incarceration rate than anybody else in the country. Yeah, and and and, then, and, then and that's, that's by design.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That and that's like, are we are we getting into that part about it? Are we like, are we getting off the police and getting into the I institutional mean, part of it? It's, it's
0: all the granular. police are the institution. Yeah, it's all granular. Mm. Uh, I
1: I there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Um
3: Pretending I, I can say
1: that everything the whole the whole story, the whole history, the whole like all of it like I when all this started I, I uh, let me let me put it this way when all this started, I offended and hurt and pissed off people that I respected and loved and these people would not even give me the reasons why so I had to go find them for myself and the fact is is that I was speaking from a place of ignorance and just simply not knowing like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about like but I, I it was in a supportive way but it was it's like at that point it's like no this is a serious conversation Gary I'm going to need you to step out if you don't know what the hell you're talking about like that kind of that kind of thing.
3: Mm.
1: Like I knew of Dream Crow Laws, but I didn't know the specifics. Like I didn't know literacy tests. I didn't know poll taxes. Like I didn't know the story. Like I, I but I, luckily for me I had people in my life who kinda like, gee, look this up. Hey, Go check this out. Like, even with, like, you know, even you, Nick, there's, there's been a lot of people that have been like, look, I know you, I know you're coming from a good place, but you need to educate yourself on the history of this, like, because I didn't know. And to be honest with you, I can tell you I lived a life where I didn't need to know.
0: How long? It how long before before you popped up and, and and it started to hit you and and you thought and you said you know what maybe I should start looking into something maybe this is different than right away, right away,
1: right away. Like no, because like I said, I, I I I said stuff that that hurt not not necessarily hurt but offended people that I cared about what they thought and how they felt mm. and I. And like I said, at that point, some of those people were like, "No, I'm, I, I don't have time for you right now, right? Like, I don't have time to educate you on, on this." But well, there I mean, were people. But right away, right away, like what I was saying, which was in support, right, mm-hmm.
2: was still wrong.
0: Well, I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you grew up how you grew up, seeing mm-hmm. what you saw. Mm-hmm. In, in in not experiencing what a particular race group experiences, how how would you know to have a difference of opinion? Right.
1: No, but I thought it because there was a certain level of arrogance because I did for the for the for a good deal of my earlier life, I did grow up as a minority. Right.
3: How I so? I did
1: grow. Uh, I was I was a lot of times the. You know, only white face in in my class like when i went to school
0: Mm -hmm. so Um, just a minority in school uh maybe a few places maybe a few institutions maybe that you may have went or something like that
1: it wasn't a few it was it was all of them it's just because of where i lived Mm -hmm. like where i was what i what i was born into right Mm -hmm. um and i so I, I so felt if, like I knew. I felt like I knew what it would be like to be judged that way. Right, like I felt like I knew. And and there was a certain level of arrogance that came with that.
0: But but you know, those those two things are completely different, though, right? Just because you you know. No, I do. Yeah, I do. Though though, if you, I mean, you're the only I, white kid that's in me, a black in a black school versus being a. Uh, a small group of black kids or a small group of blacks in a in a largely white society
1: right, and the reason I, I know that's different and I believe we've talked about this is because there is still the opportunity for me to get away from that. you, you don't know it as a kid, but as you grow up, like there is an opportunity for that just like that kind of thing to stop. Whereas, on the flip side, if I was black, that I'm never getting away from that. Mm. I'm never getting away from that. Like, so I do understand like that part of it. I just didn't realize. Like I said, I, I felt like I had insider information, and I was kind of cocky and arrogant about it. So right away, I effed up, and right away, people let me know, and that's when I figured out that I had to stop speaking on things that I really didn't know about. And I had to, I had to try to figure out, and I wanted to figure out those things because like these people are real people in my life and I value them and they've been in moments in my life that I hold dear. They've helped me. They've always been there for me. So I felt like I owed it to them to, to figure out what the fuck was going on. So at, at the very least I didn't like I can be there for them.
0: Like so what what are solutions just, that 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 all of this stuff like like I, I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about solutions on these particular items because I think all of us know the problems. I think some yeah. of us that's been watching for a very long time and maybe a little bit more cognizant about these situations know the symptoms to the problems. So what, what are solutions? How do we get to solutions? Where, where, where do people start, um, to, to, to say, you know what, we're going to break these curses.
1: Uh, for me, like, a, I, like a, from my perspective, I think, like, people who are in that same situation who want to be on the right side of things and who believe that that matches up with who they are. So when we say def- defund, the defund the police. Defund the police. hmm I mean, but you're talking about educating them, right?
0: No, I'm talking about taking funds away from them. No, I mean,
1: but previously.
0: Yeah, no, but yeah, edu- That's a that's for a whole new police class, right? That that's some some people that are, that are aspiring to be in law enforcement in some way, shape, or form. And the reason why I say, the, the reason why I'll say that, and and I'm hold on to that point, uh, they they need to be educated, is because if if I get pulled over today, and let's say I don't, I, I got to go and pay my ticket. Well, that. That particular cop has to go to court with me at the same time. So imagine yeah. being in the courtroom with somebody who just said "fuck." I passed. I passed this eight-week training class at the same time. He's presenting his evidence based off of what he saw, and he's presenting his evidence evidence against somebody who's a lawyer that's been, uh, but on a minimum has practiced ten years, right? Yeah you you are you seeing a, a fault with that system and then they're presenting it to somebody who's probably practiced law and and whatever for twenty something years, which would be the judge right mm. depending on the circumstance
1: i, I agree I agree so, with the premise if we're gonna reallocate resources to people like they because i and I'm not that educated on it, but it's basically like you're not gonna send a fully trained police officer in like as the general sense of the word the guy with gun or the girl with gun that that like in certain situations you might send a social worker or somebody who's not a social worker with a gun no 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 like like because i don't i haven't really looked into the defund police Mm. but but from what I what I know is that it's basically a reallocation of resources mm-hmm. to people who respond for different things.
2: No, no, it's, it's not a. It's, 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 <clears throat> uh, it, it's specifically the, the police are overfunded. It, it's not about a reallocation. Yes, the, because of that overfunding, those money that money could be used elsewhere, educa- education, health systems, but. Defunding the police simply means that, as far as the police are overfunded, and they they use a a a narrative of crime this and crime that to become militarized, and, and that just like the defense force of America, we 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 are one of the biggest defense budgets in the world. Right. And it's absolutely ridiculous as far as the the oversupply that that they're particularly the only ones to have. So it goes back to the narrative of uh, policing is a business. And, and so that's why it should it should it should be defunded wholeheartedly
1: to take away the money. and I get that. I mean, and look, I mean personally,
0: they, they buy they buy I mean, AR 15s and shit like that. They out here. They they got automatics. They 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 literally look like fucking police. I mean, uh, military out there. You can't tell yeah, the difference.
1: But at, at, I've never personally called the police. Have y'all? Like I've uh, never. Per-
0: I try to control my life.
2: You said what, Garen I
0: try to control my life. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, my,
2: my mom called the police one time over here and, and uh, to, to back up a little bit about what Garen was saying. I think I, I, I kind of understood what he was saying as far as, you know, and, and the black community, all we see police as, and, and then they wonder why they don't have people telling nowadays. And I hope somebody can hear this from their side that, because it's a two for one. Like when when there's not necessarily black people who don't want to have a relationship with the police. The issue comes in is, is, is they distort those relationships with those people. And when that happens, why do they feel comfortable talking to you? Because when I call you to prevent this problem, you don't help out, and the situation when my mother called the police, it was because somebody came up here and was and was talking shit. Well, you don't come up to this address right here where where they live at and 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 be on some silly shit. So, um, I came I came by or whatever, and you know she called the police because she was like, "No, we need to stop this." So they came by. The incident happened with a basketball going the street. And we used to have a community resource officer. I don't know if you ever are familiar with what those are, if you had those back when you were. But we used to have a community resource officer. Her name was Officer Belton. And there used to be a basketball go up when she was out. And she was like, y'all can't have this here because you're impeding traffic. I said that to this police officer. We can't do nothing about that. Y'all just stay at y'all house. This is my fucking neighborhood. Right. So... To answer the question, yes, that I've never called the police, but my mom has, and I take credit for that because i not credit, but I was there, so I'm not going to be like, but don't call the bad.
1: But did she call you too? Like, no, I was already
2: here. Two? No, okay. I was already here.
1: And did they make that situation worse or better? They didn't. They didn't do anything.
2: They were looking for a two for one. Hopefully, this problem can escalate. One won't kill the other, and we'll just come back and arrest the other one, and then we got one dead and the other one in jail.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah, they're not solving shit. They're not mediating shit. They're not getting to the problems. Imagine, imagining in the world, you you uh you you get a you know all three of us are familiar with the cable lifestyle, and I always use references from that. But just imagine, you. I mean, that,
1: because that gives us that gives us the real the real look.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely.
1: We have to we have to spend time with people longer than they can be
0: polite. Well <laughs> yeah, that ain't no <laughs> shit right there. So so let's let's imagine you you get dispatched to a job and yeah. they saying, Hey, I'm having problems with my TV or whatever the fuck they got, whatever services it is that they're paying for. They're having problems. And just imagine we walk I mean, we know people that have been to those houses and and talked longer than they fixed the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Just imagine, uh, uh, imagining a world where you can go somewhere, not fix a problem, and leave, and act like you did your job,
1: or make
0: it worse. That part, you, you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You, you're, I mean, you. If you're not making it better, you technically are making it worse. Right. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it, it nothing's good going to come from somebody that doesn't have a interaction or a, a mediating moment to say you know what this is this going forth this is this this is this Uh, uh, very very simple things if the if the cops are called because somebody is riding their bikes up and down the street and then they start passing out salutations to kids for shit that they know that they did well that that's the part of the problem you don't live where you police so therefore you can't get a handle on how these things are you go home every day most of those cops they go home every day to very very nice neighborhoods and even if they say, oh, I'm living inside of the jurisdiction that I'm supposed to live inside in, you don't know where these fucking houses are. You don't know where the where the city lines tote. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Oh, he's in a new neighborhood. Oh, it's still considered Kansas City. Oh shit, where's that at? So far south, it looks like it's Lee Summit. So far west, it, it, you know, you you don't know where. Only thing that divides the West is is the damn state line. But they could be so far south, so far west that you you know, and you just don't. They're in way nicer places, and then they come to work with this grump attitude and have to deal with people. So yeah, I mean, if I was a cop and I and I live my lifestyle like that, I would be an ignorant fool. But if I was a cop as well, I would have to live in that same area that I police because here's here's what they don't understand. When you go to home to your suburban lifestyle, when you're a cop, you make that neighborhood feel safe because guess the fuck what? They see a damn cop car on the street. Now, imagine if you lived in the same neighborhood on, let's say, 41st, 35th, 33rd, something. If you lived in that same neighborhood and you parked your shit on the street, how much crime would stop instead of you just responding to the calls in that area? Dramatically. Dramatically, because yeah. people are like I'm not gonna fuck with that motherfucker. Because if he come out, he gonna bring a whole squad,
1: right? And that goes back to somebody who, like that person's gonna be held accountable to their actions, right? Because no, they're dealing with no. their no. I mean, no, like in the situation where you're on like thirty first, thirty first, you know, all if that person lives in that neighborhood, then they're dealing with the people that that their kids go to school with. They're dealing with their neighbors. It's it's not. Something that's easily s- subjugated, you know. Yeah. Like you have an interest, yeah. And you, you have a familiarity,
0: and, and everybody will respect you because they know, hey, that's Officer Dickwad right there, and we don't want to bother him. Oh, yeah, that's Officer Dickwad. Let's my give my him some cookies. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh,
1: no. Yeah. No. I, I. I do get that that part of it. The other part of it is. You, you, my uh, so I'll go back to what my wife says she says that uh police is, like the other part of it is like like the the New York uh, New York police officers there was 12 of them that basically sued the city and basically talking about quotas and and like I think like when because I've been a part of let's say, I've been a part of companies that I've worked for, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about doing the right thing, right? And the people above you don't really give you any love about doing the right thing because you don't understand where the money's coming from, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of revenue for cities and, 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 and governments come from the, the police. Like, there's a revenue generating part of that that uh motivates interactions that necessarily wouldn't happen outside of a quota to generate revenue you see what I'm saying like you talking about some your- Brooklyn
0: <laughs> finest kind of shit where they taking a <laughs> You know what I'm saying
1: <laughs> well there's just a quota for how many tickets and you know shit that you've got to do generate course. revenue for the city like that that's another part of it that I don't think has been a real prevalent part of the conversation is in a lot of these interactions is just some dude trying to get his quota like yep. these situations would never happen if they weren't trying to f with somebody. Well, I, I think that's an interesting
2: point you made for me, Gary, because uh, when the Mike Brown thing happened, the Department of Justice sent uh, investigators down there to investigate policing, and one of the things that they found out was the arrest rate of, of, of the black community. Ferguson, let's start there. Is, is I think eighty percent black. Not, this is extremely high, and 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 a and a impoverished community. So they they. They found out, and this was a study. People can go look it up and whatever the case that, that it, it's a recurring cycle because you're absolutely right. that That is a, a main source of revenue for a lot of uh, municipalities. It absolutely mm-hmm. is. And and to to not get into a long story because both of y'all know I can run my mouth like a motherfucker. No, do you. That, um, you that's know, what that's. That, that's part of uh, maybe a solution. If, if police officers didn't have to go out here and fill a, how are you having to go out here and fill a quota to the same people you're protecting and serving? That that is a that is a, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Um, um, and, and uh, it's it's the same unethical. I can't yes. think of the other word I'm looking for, but that's just same. The same people you're out here and you say you're here to protect and serve you use as a source of revenue. Right. And, and so, Or just uh, do your I damn you,
0: work at the beginning of the month so you ain't got to wait to the end of the month to fuck people over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <like laughs> spread
1: that shit well, out, do it, right? do it throughout <laughs> the day and catch motherfuckers that are actually doing shit. Like, yeah, stay
2: consi- if you stay consistent, you, could add, you wouldn't have to just jam people up to say, damn, we falling behind this month. Just like yeah. any place we work for that plays a numbers game. That, that, and that's that's the issue. It's the numbers game, and then you bullshitting for the first twenty five days of the month, and now you like, oh shit!
1: Wait, and then like, so my wife she'll she'll talk to you about like the uh, automated license readers, mm. right? And they're supposed to like they they tell you it's to find stolen cars, right? But when it comes to finding stolen cars, they're less than one percent effective in that. In what they tell you, what it live but they are hundred percent effective in generating revenue, right? So also, I think I think that's because catching people with tags that are not like yeah. legal, right? They're writing not some up stupid fucking
0: tickets. To, that, right. that stupid shit, right. yeah. Just and, bothering and people but, for, for tent on their windows and shit, yeah. Well,
1: it, and I, I well I feel I feel bad I feel bad about it, but there was a story about a lady who like hurt. And this is what she set out in her car to do, right? She set out in her car to go to her first, like, a, a new job. She had just gotten a new job, and she was trying to go do a new job. She gets pulled over for some expired tax, right? She gets into an altercation with the police officer, and there's videos for it. And like I said, I, I feel really shitty for not knowing her name. i
0: um, talking about Sandra Bland. There you go. Mm-hmm. She was going
1: to it. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you for covering for Mm -hmm. me. Um, She's going to a new job, though. And she gets pulled over because her plates are expired. And she ends up spending three days in jail, which I still have dug and dug and dug dug on finding out why they were holding her. No, just just say
0: the rest. She spent the rest of her life in jail. The
1: rest of her life, three days in jail before it ended.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. like,
1: but her intentions for leaving her house—you fucking morbid, bro. Who me? That's not morbid. <laughs> 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 who, <laughs> who me? Yeah, uh, boy, no. you just get right the to day. the point, huh? Let's no. just say she spent the rest of it. The- <laughs> yeah, I mean, no let's, no, not, the, the, the truth. <laughs> no, let's say the truth. Let's say the yeah, truth that's the truth. That's, that's let, real. If the truth is morbid, then that that should let you know, like. She left her house to start a new job. Who knows what opportunities were in front of her, but she ran into the police. Like, that should never happen. In, in, in like, this America that everybody wants to tote and be so goddamn proud of, that should never happen.
0: The people that tote, like, She should have you know, been given the
1: opportunity to make it to that fucking job and hopefully...
0: She'd get better for her. No, nah, she but ended up going, going to, She just she went to jail for some fucking tags. Yeah,
1: but she, yeah, but you saw that uh the, that officer, right? Like his demeanor, the way he responded to her, that he was like, fuck that dude. Like
0: But but here here's the thing. We say fuck that dude, but nobody else not, the system doesn't say that. They don't, yeah, but, they don't show you that they mean, like, we that that's not tolerated. It's a part of that that's tolerated.
1: Right. Which goes back to when I talked to a cop about what the 10 blue line, line meant. He tells me that means it means you stand for your brother. I mean, if you look it up, like, if you look I'm up, if you punch in 10 blue line to Google, I mean, it's going to give you, it doesn't mean that you're going to back your other, like, when you go through police reports, and I have, I am surprised about how many people whose initial reaction was to run right to run to get away and I got these incidents these these incidents all end up with he reached for my gun and then when you talk to a police officer and if they want to be honest about you, a lot of them they 're holsters there's only one way to get that gun out it 's specifically designed so for people grabbing for their gun. You have to tilt it. You have to tilt it to get it
0: out. I got one for you, Gary. Read Breonna Taylor's police report. I
1: did.
0: You did? I did. You didn't or you did? I didn't. I did, yes. What was on that police report? A bunch of lies. It was (laughs) nothing. It was nothing. Her cause of death was nothing. It was nothing. That's because that's it, what
1: I'm telling, that thin that's blue
0: me. line is the problem right there yeah, because, because, because you're backing because somebody that's morally wrong.
1: Yes. Because they defined it as something that's different. That thin blue line is not there to protect them. That's to protect us. Like, no, it's not.
0: I mean, but I it's
1: like, I, no, you, I know you don't believe that because it's not something that's demonstrated. Right, but like when you look at the words of the actual definitions and the actual intention of what it's supposed to mean, which is why people get so passionate about defending it. But that's not actually what's happening.
0: Like, man, that thin blue line is a is a is a is a is it's all it is is just a a cloak of 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 being in the gang. Back your brothers. Yes. The, the rules ain't right. no different than it is for these guys on the street. The right. rules ain't no different than it is from the Crips or the Bloods or, or any other gang, any other mafia no, no, or so. It ain't no different. You see what that's I'm saying?
2: Because the Crips started out as a community uh, revolutionary party for for people in the community. To, they, it was the offspring of the Black Panthers. And that's what they got. But but when you have that nomenclature attached to your uh organization then it, it don't fly and and that's kind of the 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 thing about my where i come from as far as like you know how does how can people say the thin blue line and be like well it's supposed to mean this well the good yeah. shit about the black panthers and the crips was supposed to mean that and that's Anything? not what it is so let's just call
0: it that fuck the 13th yeah. amendment was supposed to mean free motherfuckers but you see what it really did that created a prison system so it can give free labor,
1: and that's that's like, like I really would encourage white people to actually like because I I brought up the Thirteenth right on mm-hmm. Netflix when it first came out and I looked at it and I was like this shit's gonna piss me off and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna disagree with it and I'm gonna just right mm-hmm. and then and then I watched it and then. You watch it, you see all this verifiable information, like verifiable. They got recordings of politicians saying fucked up shit. Well, and I
3: mean, then you just,
1: and no, but you look at it, you watch it, and it's like, God, I had, I, I, I would tell you that I, I can't speak for all white people, like I can't, but there was a lot of shit, a lot of shit that I didn't know. And I'm going to tell you, it's because I didn't have to know. Like, we're all men, we're all men, we're all human beings, we all all live in this society. You will know what you need to know, right? Like Because you will learn that if you're going to be successful. Just like going back to Nick was saying, had that kid known how to deal with police, he might have survived. Because and if certain people have to know how to deal with the police, then you know there's a fucking problem. There ain't no getting around that.
0: The way that like, you deal with them is you don't fuck with them. You don't even talk to them. What's up, man? You don't call it. Right.
1: You
0: don't call. What's what's going on, man? How you feeling? Yep. All right. Man. Cool. Later. Yeah. You pull me over. hear my shit. All right. I ain't, I ain't I ain't I ain't even talking to you. Here here here's my shit. All right. Go do your thing. If my tags are fucked up, I'll take the ticket. Yeah. If, if if my windows are too dark, I'll take the ticket. And
1: like you said, even if you do all that, you still do not control the outcome.
0: No, no, no you you don't control the outcome, but you know what I'm yeah. saying what it what it what it is is that if if you if you what I've noticed is that like police thrive on feeling... um in charge, so they just need moments that to <laughs> they need moments, they <laughs> no, need moments, no, that's for real, for real. Yeah, they, but they need, but I mean, <laughs> seriously, they need they need I moments to be able to flex that, out that. Out you know what I'm saying? They need moments for you for them to tell you how you're gonna what this situation is. Because what I've noticed about law enforcement, particularly police, if there's not a situation, they're looking to create one so they can be on, say, so they can be the one that runs the situation it's how, how, so it's how get- all their reports are written it's how everything is written so they're just kind of being the ones that have the control but if you give them nothing to control they have nothing to control but I think the issue is is that we figure that we can ask questions and maybe we get that wrong thinking that the, the, the uh, law enforcement understands that what they knowing or what they're doing is wrong and it's completely the opposite. Is no, shut up. I'm going to do this. And if you ask me another question, I'm going to pull you out of that car and beat your no, ass. No, but
1: it, it's no, it is exactly. You are exactly 100% right when you say that when you ask questions, it's going to make them realize what they're doing wrong. Right? Is that
2: because some people are considered and aggressive and some are considered aggressive? I'll just cut you off. I just want to add uh, the sidebar. Huh?
1: No, yeah. So and that is and that and that is their genuine response from being confronted with what they are doing wrong.
0: Well, right? it's it's a it's a comprehension thing that that's and that that's a part that goes back to who's working for it. So if if you got somebody that's working for you with an IQ of two, you ask <laughs> him a fucking question. Do you think that he's gonna know how to d- like comprehend what you're saying? Right. All he understands is to shut up. That's what he wants you to do. Shut up. Get out the car. Get on the ground. Humiliate you. Embarrass you. Make you feel less than a man. Give you your license back or take you to jail or you die. One of those three is going to happen. Yes.
1: And then if you're honest with yourself about it, like from my perspective as a white person, I can tell you that it has never happened to me. Not one time. Ever. Of course. But, and I think that's where a lot of it comes from with the misunderstanding is because people don't want to consider anything outside of their own reality. Like, we're all walking around, like, with cameras as heads, right? And we're all the star to our movie. And if we haven't experienced it, then it's not true or it's not important. Like well, I've, I've told, I've mentioned three times. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't need to know. But just so imagine
0: these cameras ain't helping. You could you can watch somebody, you can watch somebody die on camera and it's, and it's still a narrative with some of these media companies that I say, Oh, well this is what he was doing when clearly the shit says something completely different than how they view it.
1: Right, but that's a perfect segue to, like, this whole situation becoming a political situation. But when it comes to the actual breakdown of the situation, like, me and you has nothing to do with politics. But we want to make it politics, and we want to discredit organizations, and we want to attach our own narratives, and we want to make it about politics.
0: Well, shit. That's and, how they all get paid. Shit. Uh, politics is the way. The way the, is the reason why the police, you know, is like that. You know, like that way. You got to play politics at some at, at some level. It's yeah. Like,
1: but when you watch these videos, mm-hmm. is it political to you, or is it, or do you feel it as a human being? right?
0: I, I feel it as a human first. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a human having a human experience. But the problem right. is, is that. Is is they never say anything. If you ever notice, whenever anything happens, nobody ever says anything is because they gather a story together. They watch these videos a million times to say, Well, maybe he was doing that. Or maybe he they was doing write
1: that. A narrative
0: Yeah, you're writing a narrative for the cops. So then when the cops get the shit, they like, Okay, that's the best one. Well, he was jogging down the street and we think that he went into uh um a um a house that was open, we think that he was gonna steal something, but um, you know, to, we, we thought he was gonna, you know, do something bad, right? And then and then there's other evidence to refute that shit, right? The homeowner comes out and says, no, everybody, just random people come in the house and walk in the house. You know, that guy walked in the house a few times, didn't touch nothing. But then you can get chased down in the middle of your shit, then get shot and killed in a neighborhood that you don't even live in. And then no one makes any arrests. No one makes any arrests. They know the killers. And they're just sitting up there like, okay, yeah, we killed them. And it takes forever for this shit to happen.
1: Let, let's, I, I do know that name because Ahmad Aubrey, right?
0: Say it. Say yeah.
1: it. That one... Bro, I'm going to tell you this on the realest level and if if my son trespasses... I don't they incriminate yourself. No, if my... I, no, bro. If my son... I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, if my son trespasses on a construction site and we've all been kids and I think all of us were old enough that kids were able to run around without their parents knowing where the fuck they were right if my son is trespassing on a construction site I don't even care if he stole something bro like I don't And the results of that is two people running him down.
0: They don't even own the house.
1: And the result of them is them shooting him and killing him. If you give me three to four weeks of you not doing something, I'm going to tell you as a father, like because of the offense, like if my kid, let's go back to if my kid trespasses on a construction site, and somebody sees that as validation of taking his life i'm going to go real old school on you and i'm going to take yours like that's it like on a very human level like
0: but that's a that's a father speaking up for a son
1: but that's the dude like i watched it
0: do you think his mother had resources to do that? Do you think she she that was built in her to do that? Uh, to do what? To go and go and go avenge her son's death. Because you and I know there's only one person that's gonna end up in jail after that. And it's gonna be her. Yes. She's gonna end up in jail. Um, She's gonna look like a murdering a, a, a murdering person like she's a fucking serial killer.
1: But there ain't nobody who's going to hold that against her. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah, they will.
0: Fox News will run a whole narrative about how well, crazy yeah, but, she was and, and all this other bullshit. And,
1: and that's how you know it is a problem because then you start, ha- then you're talking about how the fact that Ahmaud Aubrey was black. Which I... Like, but if you like, I'm gonna go time to kill on it. Like, well, it, if you're you have a parent, to, it, if you're if you're a parent, and your kid does something that may not have been, I don't care what happened. Like, I don't care the actual story. The best you got is this kid ran up on a fucking construction site and he lost his life for it. There ain't no parent that can negotiate that. And the only reason, and the reason I associate that with being a parent is because my kid is his age. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't negotiate that. Like, there's nothing in me in my life that says that what happened to that young man was appropriate. Like, and as a as a father, had you know, I've been had that been my son, I'm I'm telling you with 100 percent certainty what would have happened. I feel like,
2: like any any color, I mean. I don't think a color. If, if if somebody if the father would have went back because, I mean at that point it's not going to be like a uh, he's worried about doing it in private and not getting caught. I think if, if any father got to that point, it, yeah. it's just on sight type shit. So he will be in the middle of like 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 the the motherfucking mango Mussolini said shoot somebody right in the middle of Broadway and shit. I mean yeah. and, and and he he's gonna go to jail for that. I think another um sub conversation to that is who will get more time. I think that that's a that's another story that could be addressed, but I think both people would go to jail in a situation because it, it wouldn't be like um, it's 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 a crime of passion still at the end of the day. So of course.
0: But you know media gotta victimize the victim.
2: Well that's what I as far as is is the time that that goes with that crime
0: that's. I think that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, yeah. I mean, shit. look. Here, here's a here's a here's a prime example. Here's another example. Amber Geiger, Botham Jean, right? Uh huh. The bitch walks home, and she goes. Now I, I don't know how you you fucked this up. I don't know how you fucked this up. You can fuck it up, all right. I can, I, you can fuck up getting off on the wrong floor. I get that, but you'll know the difference even on the, when you, when you're on the wrong floor, right? That shit uh, that that shit perks up real quick. Perks up real quick. You you make it to the supposed door number, I, and in my head, I'm sitting up here thinking like, if you lived on a completely different floor than this individual, then you walk to the same in this this building that is set up the exact same way. You mean to tell me that you didn't know the damn difference? You can feel the aura of your home when you walk into it. Your home yeah. has an has your your home has an energy that belongs to you once you walk into the door. It a belongs. Smell. Not even a smell. It, it the, the no, smell is one thing. It. it can smell like shit, but the home possesses an energy that belongs to you so when you're well, inside the door, of your home.
1: The, yeah, the door. Of- the door has intricacies, scratches that only you know. Like certain, like hey, the I, whole I, I, thing.
0: A, a simple one: the fucking door number.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, hey, I've lived in an apartment. Every every floor has a different scent, bro. Like it
0: just has. It's... I mean, it's just as simple as one hundred six, two hundred six, three hundred six, four hundred six. Yeah. I mean, what the I'm... fuck? You know what I mean, like. And she walks in And she sees this black guy Now here's my Here's my biggest issue With that shit Now she did She did go to jail And get time If you ask me She should have got life But she didn't Um You walk in the door And you notice That this black dude Is sitting right here Smoking some weed The first thing you do Is you open fire? Not nothing while you're pulling your gun. Nothing is slowly calming you down to say this shit ain't my house. You're not looking around like at what point are you not seeing that this shit is not yours? Like right. you,
1: but all of it, but as cable guys, we've all been there, right? We've yeah. all walked into the wrong fucking house.
0: Well, I mean, right? shit, right. we ain't supposed to walk <laughs> in the right fucking house, you know? I mean, shit, we don't but know.
1: You, you've been you've been, out, you've been out to your van, you go grab some shit, and you, you got your head thinking, and you walk into the wrong house. Like, the first instinct for you is like, oh, shit, not yeah. bad, wrong house.
0: Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, I've, it, it's happened. I've walked into the wrong apartment before, and, and graciously that that person was like, "Oh, it was okay." But I had I had something that showed that I, you know, I wasn't harmful. I had a fucking cable shirt on, right? But but you didn't... you put her first
1: response
0: was to yeah yeah. If that's your first response as a human, as a human is to kill, but she didn't even she didn't even take the time to say. Damn, what the fuck? Where am I at? The fucking line, you know, where, where am I at? I've been shit faced drunk in my house and I've never asked a stupid ass question like, where am I at? I've been, I've, on a podcast from like last year, I've been, I've been, I had an edible. You know what I'm saying? I had an ed- edible. I had an edible that hit the fucking ground. I knew where I was at. I never was one of those yeah. questions like, "Where am I?" At? Hell no. But that—that's what I'm saying about the police force. Like, you mean to tell me that? Because when when you when you have that job, that job is so important. It's not. Yeah. It's not just because you you know enforce in, in, in the law or anything. It's important because you hold every citizen' life in your hand. Yes. At every in any moment. That that shit can get hazy. You you got the you got the power to terminate somebody's life. Yes. Yes. And the fact that you go home, but it, it's something wrong with these cops. And I don't think they're doing enough psych tests with people that are not a part of that institution. I think they need to go outside and be and, and be um psych tested by institutions that don't report to that institution. But if they were, if they did that, then that will crumble their fraternity. And I'm not saying that their fraternity needs to be crumbled or anything like that. I'm just simply implying that, fuck, I mean, stop killing motherfuckers. I mean, shit. Right. No, And I
1: think, I think that's a good point for back to blue, like uh, in that whole differential, no, in that whole, like in that whole conversation, Look, like the people who are holding people accountable understand what the importance of that job is. If you're just going to say, oh, well, you know, that shit happens. And then, like I said, you don't have the same reverence that you just explained for that job and for that responsibility. If you can just blow off the fact that somebody lost their life, like. In the, I mean, mm-hmm. think about
0: it the bitch thought it was okay i went into the wrong apartment i killed this motherfucker it's okay y'all <laughs> it is okay trust me it is all right i just shot a right. motherfucker <laughs> don't yeah, don't worry know. don't take me to jail i just shot this I, I went to the wrong apartment you see she felt she felt a sense of of a privilege to say that she didn't think that this shit was gonna happen to her
1: no, she valued her own life over
0: anybody else's. I mean anybody's gonna do that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But she but. with the minute that she saw I don't care what nobody say. I it doesn't matter apartment. You you're gonna get it together real quick. You we could say that we tired and shit like that, but you you perk up. Uh, every we've all worked twelve and thirteen to fourteen hour days, right? And we've been dog tired. Get home. Got more motherfucking energy when we get home. Than, than a law allow, so I and I understand people are different. I understand some some people go home and hit the hay straight. I understand you just go straight to it, but I'm still lost that. And, and this is law enforcement creating this narrative. No matter no matter if you're on duty or off duty, you're getting fucked up. That's why they had to let Tupac for me, go.
2: For me, for me, here's the thing about that for me. As far as going back to the union thing, I'm I'm never against the union, never at all. I think the thing about the, the that their union is going back to the point of going into that apartment, like with with all of that. I, I I truly feel I think about what you were saying as far as she did that, and 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 never thought about something's going to happen to me because their union seemingly time and time again allows them and protects them and, and that's what the thin blue line stands for and back the blue. And that's why I would never agree with that. I think that's a term that that came up to, to try to cause uh, dissension and separation between citizens in the community. Why can't it be back the community? They already got, to pre- protect and serve on a car So why does it need to be a thin blue line Your job is to protect and serve That's your job as a law enforcement it's,
0: officer You ever notice that it's always Like a counterphrase Whenever you say Whenever you say shit like Oh black lives matter All lives matter Stop killing police Back to blue It's always a counterphrase. You 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 know what I mean That that yeah. says that I, I'm coming with something different Just to let you know I don't give a fuck about your plans or whatever you may think i have a i have a counter argument a counter feeling a counter something that challenges your core and i'm not saying there's anything wrong to challenge your core i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with with you having your statements but if your statement comes as a as a as a um response. Just, yeah just a response just because you don't like somebody saying black lives matter that you have to say, well, all lives matter. Well, you know what I mean, or you, you, you know that whole back to blue shit, the thin blue line. That's the shit right there. Where people, you'll lose people, you'll lose a community, and that's what's most important. And nobody will ever trust you. And then that's why you have to start fucking policing places like Blue Springs and in, in, in Lee Summit because it's just well, it's just fucking better for you, right? Because you're not tough enough to police down there.
1: But it, it, it all gets lost in the definitions, right? Like if you look up if you if you were to Google thin blue line right now, the first thing that comes up is not something that a lot of people are gonna disagree with. But then when you talk to it, like I said, when you talk to a police officer and you get his definition of the thin blue line, going back to Nick's point, that means I mean I'm gonna back I'm gonna back my officer. So if you use logic, or if you're going to back your officer no matter what, then it's not some cops, it's all cops, and it's a cultural thing. Like you can't argue with that at that point. If you're going to lose logic, you can't. You can't it's, argue it.
0: Ain't no logic found. I mean, it, think about it. Sometimes you asking cops that are the same cops that'll tell you how to do your job with no background no right. so, skill set so to it.
1: The <laughs> first thing the first thing that first thing that comes up the first thing that comes up on the thin blue line is the term for the police that is used to assert that they are the line which keeps society from descending into violence and chaos. Oh
2: no, right? that's not true. That's a, that's,
1: that's, a, that's a hella
3: a fucking argument. not true
2: but, on, like that, that's, that, how how were they here to create law and order and they're
1: supposed right to no, but no. we're saying we're saying we're saying the assertion of that in certain communities is absolutely not true, but when you look at the actual definition of what it's supposed to be, and I think that's a lot of the miscommunication between people now is what terms so, like what what terms like black lives matter, right? Like, if you look at my definition, first of all, saying all lives matter is stupid, if you want to look at it logically,
0: right? No, I mean, it's pretty as much as like, a, response, a you know, As a
1: response, right? Yeah. Where, where, where do you start, right? You start with one life matters. Y'all agree? One life matters. Yes or no? One life one life. as far as as far as just it don't matter who they are what they look like just, so a just, the, just uh, the a life li- a life matters one life, a life matters a life matters yeah yeah, yeah. and we agree with that mhm okay I, right. I can go with that right to believe that in its essence in its core you have to believe that all lives matter that's that's logic right if one life matters Then each individual life matters, and if they equal up to an all, then they all matter. So when you come down and you put an underline under black lives matters, by that logic, if you say all lives matter in response to black lives matter, then your problem is with the black lives, because you're stepping outside of logic at that point. Of course, if one life matters, they all matters. And like it's often said, and people don't understand, all lives matter aren't going to matter until Black lives matter. And I don't think what a lot of people understand about that is is you can't exclude one to get to all. Of, of you course, you can't exclude one to get to all.
0: But these are the same so, people that argue that shit. You can you can make it even you can make it more elementary.
1: Stupid. You can make it more <laughs>
0: elementary than that. You can say some shit like this. Man, look, my left foot hurts. All feet hurt. Yeah. And I'm about to get my left foot, the, dec- uh, uh, you know, cut off. Well, shit, your right foot.
1: Because I got diabetes. Well, yeah, or some like- shit like that. But, <laughs> but while you
0: telling somebody about your left foot, they talking about your fucking right foot. You can fuck yeah. about the right foot. The left foot is the affected one. And that's the problem yeah. with society. We never talk about the affected problem. We're always talking around the affected issue versus yeah. actually coming up with solutions that actually talk, help and, you know, talk about the affected issue. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on now. this that All lives matter shit that's one of those things that's like duh but then if if you talk to somebody that response, say if, but if you say As- some well those they respond because they don't have the validity to to even argue think about it it's not anybody that's smart enough knows all lives matter anybody right, that's like- smart enough right that's just a humanity thing but if, if we're not talking about every person we're not talking about right. every race this was dedicated to a race that had systemic issues or black race that has systemic issues going dating back to the existence of them here in the united states so right. when the black lives matter movement is waving their black lives matter flag it's not just because uh, Trayvon Martin got killed by Dick Wad. It's not because Mike Brown got killed by a Shithead. It's not because uh, Breonna Taylor got killed by a group of Shitheads, nor George Floyd, nor Ahma- uh, Ahmaud Arbery, nor Eric Garner, nor Stefan Clark, nor all of, anybody that was unjustly killed by law. And that's the problem. All of those killings are relatable acts to things that happened in our past that our counterparts the dominant society is afraid to address because they don't want to correlate those things because the first thing you say, we can link that shit back to slavery. Immediately. They continuously produce movies about this shit and for some odd reason people can, I don't know how they even miss the shit. Roots was, Roots, has anybody ever seen Roots? I haven't seen that long
1: ass movie. It, 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 I read the book that it, is right. longer book <laughs> that was
0: Anybody was got long. Between that But in, in the Ten Commandments Look I always, <laughs> 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 This shit is long But what I'm saying is Is that Every time one of these movies come out I don't understand I mean for one I don't why, understand Why Hollywood just keeps Putting this shit out anyway But I don't understand Why people of the dominant race cannot see that there was a wrongdoing, and it's still obviously correlating. It's still the, these factors are still in place. If 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 a if somebody from the 1800s was to come back to life today and have a conversation with with George Floyd, they're not gonna have too much different. To You know, they're going to have a likeliness for their demise. Fuck, you could even say Rodney King for that case, right? But people don't like to talk about that shit. They'd rather talk about the shit Rodney King did after. You You see what I'm saying? It's always... A, what was that dude doing here? What was that dude doing there? Oh, he ain't shit. He ain't this. Or he ain't that. Oh, he got his ass beat, but he got paid. Like, do you think I want to sit up in the fucking hospital with broken fucking fingers and toes with $3 million in my hand? Nobody happy about that shit.
1: It's because they focused on his character instead of focusing on his humanity. Like, that's the popular thing, right? Like, to understand that these things shouldn't happen to anybody, I don't. I don't care what your we, character well, is. We're
0: conditioned what? into the society like this, so. I'm like, Go ahead, uh, Gary. No, I was about to say, I find what? that atrociously offensive all the time. You know why? Why? Because character should never be questioned upon the one that has experienced the death. Character should be questioned upon the one who has served that person their death.
1: Absolutely,
2: that that is a very deep statement, and I was going to uh, add a point to that part of that deep statement. I don't think mine can get better than that. That was pretty fucking good, right there. You, when he uh,
1: saying you stole his thunder. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. My shit ain't nowhere. <laughs> Maybe so, man. But
2: nah, seriously. Like going back to the to the definition of thin blue line. Narratives are created by the dominant culture, as 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 well as as many of us have experienced that are black. Like they, they they create a narrative, no matter if it's before the fact, after the fact. It always has to be something that's created to seem like this is what the issue is, and, and that's why I feel like his point is actually deeper on on a serious level because you know they're they're not worried about that part of it. So. When when the dominant culture can create the narrative, they, it, it's more or less propaganda, and that's why I wouldn't even get down with the definition of thin blue line because it's still a narrative that's, that's created by a dominant society to create superiority. And I, I think that's that's going to always be my issue with stuff like that because of the the dominant culture that comes behind it.
1: Yeah. I don't even like that word, dominant. Like
2: that's a that's a real that's a real thing,
1: though. The dominant. Yeah, but when society. You say. When you when you say when you say when you talk of yeah, but I always take things back to an individual level, and the ability to dominate somebody completely on an individual level requires you to have certain skills and certain abilities.
0: Uh, The dominant society acts in a group, and I'm not saying that you don't you know you, you you that you know this or anything like that but it, it it's it, no, it's, no, it's no, not it's we, We've talked about it we yeah,
1: talked about it's it it's not a sing, really and it's think, not
0: a singular thing because they can't right. dominate you <clears throat> Like, like right. one 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 white person that may be prejudiced and has some racist issues may come to your house and knock on your door and tell you, hey, I don't like you get the fuck out of my neighborhood, right? And you'd be like, get the fuck out of my door before I shoot you. Right, okay, you can't cool. do shit with me. You ain't gonna do right. shit, right? And that motherfucker, right. leave you and he'll leave your door. And he'll leave you alone, right? But if 30 of those motherfuckers came to your door, like the, the situation that's what's happening with that lady up in New Jersey, when you got 30 of them at your door, Telling you the same shit and giving you death threats, you feel you 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 get a little powerless because you don't know what to well, do. I, you you, you see you what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, it, they no, I do. I do. Nobody's bold enough that, to to deal with them straight up. Because but if you
1: the, take right, because and I and we've talked about this, Now, I I do actually want to say this. I think there are a lot of white, particularly males, that do not want to have to compete. Mm. On a fair playing field, like I think that is literally their motivational fear that drives them, because they don't want to actually have to not have the advantage. Because I don't. Well, think. I think oh, my fault. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Right, no, go ahead. ahead. I was done. Go ahead. I was done. You, I was done. No, that was. I, I was just I was
2: gonna done. say. I think. I think that's kind of the point of of saying the dominant society because it's not on a on a
1: singular level. It's just about the I sociology. Pay- that's why I take, a, like, that's why I take issue with it because I think there's a lot of people on a certain side of the fence that, and I just don't well, like the word. Bec- I just don't like the word because I don't think it's actually true. Because if it takes thirty of you to dominate me, you are not the dominant society. You know, well, you see what I'm saying? I understand. Like, I so,
0: understand that. I understand that part, yeah. but. That, I mean, I, I feel as if that part is a pers- incorrect. That's on a, yeah. that's, that's on a, a, a
1: personal level. Like that, but, that's uh, how I reject certain ideas. Is like I mean, if they of uh, you to dominate one. Then I mean, that's but when it comes really about,
2: when it comes down to ideas, psychology is is, is a personal level thing. Sociology yeah. is more of the group. So yes. it, it is the group. So. It's not about an individual saying, or, or, like you said, you can even say collectively. Even if, if if a majority of that former dominant society, quote unquote, is 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 like, okay, well, wait a minute, things should be different. Things still aren't though. No. they're not. Yeah. No. So, so I, I, I mean, I, I, I understand the part about you take offense to it on a personal level, but that's a psychological thing. Yeah. As far it's, as sociology, it'll... it's still the same. Yeah. That, that's still a social norm that occurs. And, and that, that's my only position about, yes, there still is a dominant society because going back to what you said, there are white males, which that's where this shit's coming from as far as Dr. Claude Anderson, shout out to him again when he was talking about on the video, uh, G. Donson about 1 through 12 wasn't written for black America. Mm-mm. And so when the Walsh wrote that, it wasn't for a certain class of people or a certain group of people.
1: Right.
2: And and that that societal norm still occurs to me
0: every day. E- every day.
1: Well, and like I said, there's a lot of evidence to it, right? And people want, but they want to one off it. They want to they want to treat it on an individual basis. They want to make they don't want to draw the correlation. They don't want to create like you like you said, Garrett. They don't. Want to think about all the names? They want to attack each individual name, and they want to separate it like it's not one big problem. And I, that's why I think people should go back to the history of the actual problem. Actually, give it some credence and do your own research. And you, like, you can't, you can't go back. Like, it doesn't take you. You don't have to go very far back. Go back ten years, and look at the situation, and look at it honestly, and pull up, pull up the numbers. And
0: can go back two months.
1: Look at look at the politics. No, but no, because go back two months, go back, then go back ten years, then go back a hundred years, then go back two hundred years, and keep going back, and you're going to see the same shit, just different ways of doing it. Like I agree with that. Like, and I, that that like I said, I think. I think white people who are really concerned and who have a genuine interest. I have a kid that works for me, and he's, he's one of the people I effed up with when I was talking about it in the beginning. It's like, just don't speak from a place of ignorance. It doesn't matter if you're supporting or opposing me. Just don't talk to me unless you know what the hell it is that you're talking about. And if you go back, you can start to see that logic and facts and all these things that people on social media want to try to think they know. The story's there. It's, it's there. The I, mean, whole
0: thing. I mean, we got to be honest, though, about the people on social media. They know. It's the quickest access to information that we've ever seen in our lifetime. Thanks to people like us. You ain't oh, never been able to get to this shit as fast as you can. Back ba- back when my mama was growing up, shit, she said it used to take them forever to get to the library. Sometimes, even if they did win, they ended up just saying "fuck that." We about to go hang out and chill and smoke. <laughs> Not to say like she's like a smoker and nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like to back in the day to go and get the information, that took some that that took some work. You had to go and then you had to sit down and read imagine i did a, i did a podcast about this about meme culture about how our culture learns in a very elementary way that means that we learn we learn like five-year-olds we we learn off captions and pictures put together yeah you see what i'm saying so everybody on social media can quickly pick up what it is that we're putting down here it's not like this is a, a different science now if we're talking about like you know, shit like quantum numbers and quantum internet and some shit. Yeah, that could be a little different. It was a little bit difficult to understand, but this shit is so straight up. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't see how a, in the- a society can't pick this up. And the biggest issue that I have is, is that we don't. If a cop kills a guy that was shooting at him, right? He's a he. We damn near giving him purple hearts, right? We damn near giving them purple hearts. Um, if a cop kills an unarmed citizen, we we gotta victimize the citizen in some way. You you did something for that cop to just make him want to kill you. There's that cop ain't gonna want to just kill you just because he had a fucking bad bowl of Cheerios today, right? He you did something to to make his spidey senses tingle. And and yeah. I say that to say that when we when we look at it. I think Nick said one time history is is told by the victors. Yep. And the problem is, is that all these people that are alive are telling the stories about the dead. Yes. Well, and that's, but the problem is, is that they've, they've all met untimely deaths. They've all met untimely deaths, deaths that didn't have to happen. Could you imagine going back to your job after you kill somebody and you a cop and you did it unjustly? No. No you imagine, if you don't if you don't got no nightmares... i can't
1: imagine i can't imagine going
0: home it, at exactly that point. if you don't got no nightmares or anything nothing's fucking with you like let they say p t s d is a real thing where guys had his service and, and when they was over there doing all that like, killing i I know a few people that was over in, in you know in some wars doing some shooting and killing and they pieces of them are still not right to this day it's it's certain little moments that they'll have where they'll like kind of like mm. That shit is real, and you mean to tell me that if our if our war vets and our and, and our people from the military and, and, and we have services set up where they need to get treated for PTSD, why the fuck ain't the cops that's killing citizens ain't got the same shit set up for them? That means that these motherfuckers are ten times more heinous, and the whole bullshit about black black people are scary is a bullshit lie because you're ready to kill them. You're ready to murder the shit out of them. Oh, guess what that yeah. I did today? What would you do, hun? Oh, I killed me a black guy. He was like, fucking like, resisting like, arrest. Like, <laughs> like
1: you, like you said, you him. you walk. Like you said, you walk into <laughs> you walk into a house that's obviously not yours. You know that in every instance, but the only thing you think about is that there's a black guy sitting on the couch. Like that motivates you in seconds full of
0: gun. man that bitch went, if you ask me that bitch went to the door with the gun ready though she went through that motherfucker wow. and, and she
1: almost would have to be for it to make sense yeah right?
0: Right. at the reaction time that she had she was ready to kill the minute that she opened the door nobody's that goddamn quick right
2: well if I'm not mistaken they had they had an incident like either he found a report on hers because they live right above and beneath each other yeah. Like, I think it was the same last two numbers, if I'm not mistaken, just a different floor.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't fuck that up still, bro. You you can't fuck that No,
1: up. You that's can't not- walk into your house and all of a sudden d- decide that there's a life-threatening situation
0: in yeah, yeah, the no, amount of
1: time. And that, that means you are recalling from your own brain what you validate as a threat
0: what so you want to do so anybody uh, out there I, I think that's R&D listening
1: clearly
0: there so anybody yeah. out there that's listening that porn shit is not real if a guy is sitting in your fucking room when you come home is not something sexy because amber <laughs> pretty much just showed that, that that shit doesn't exist it doesn't exist they looking to kill they're looking to to do all these heinous things and then they'll tell you a story. Oh, you know that motherfucker shot at a cop, so you know they had to kill his ass. But back to the thin blue line, real quick, because I, I I had a sentiment on that. Yeah. You, what what did you say that was the the technical definition to that? Uh,
1: let me. The technical definition is it's is a term used to describe police, right? Mm-hmm. That they are the thin blue line of basically law and order that prevents society from descending into lawlessness and chaos.
0: So here's my question. And and, and somebody answer me this. Why in the fuck would, would, would they be calling the national guard and the feds to police cities? If that was the if that why was would the they be with,
1: so? Let me let me make sure I understand the question. You're basically saying why would they cause chaos?
0: Yeah, no, 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 not cause chaos. Why if the thin blue line, if the 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 police is supposed to keep the citizens lawful, why would you contact? Because you can't branch. do the job,
1: be, because you can't do the job yourself.
0: Then it not sound like it need to be a thin blue line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you have to call the national guard and the yep. fed and the feds uh, and the police, like I think it's police here, uh, federal police here now in Kansas well, City.
1: Let's not forget the bigger point: you have to call them for actions of your own.
0: Okay. That's like th- you
1: have to call them in to fix the shit that you
0: fucked up. Yeah, but how many times have you seen that? Never. You've never seen a, a, a military, a, a national guard pull a, put the gun, put the cops on the ground, and do anything. That that will never happen because they're all are kind of rolling together doing things. They they'll tell you, no, we're here to keep everybody in charge. Well, fuck, the police ain't even gonna be there when the national guard is out well,
1: there. Well, let, let's go that. Let's go. Let's go local. Why did they bring up two hundred some odd federal, federal agents into Kansas City to help? What they said?
0: Those are body snatchers, sir.
1: Yeah, the, that's the same that shit day. that's
0: gonna happen up in, that's, that's happening up in Portland. How they just snatching people and shit like that. The same thing is going to happen here. They they're dispatching, and this is the reason why this idiot in office is a problem. Is because even if somebody could come up and say that, oh, he's he's just doing what these other uh, conservatives want him to do. Jesus Christ, is that is that the people that we have in office?
1: Yes. And they subjugate those people, right? And I I think like that's that's the exact same thing that they do to black people. They'll, they'll they'll do it to anybody who they feel like and that's that's why people should take that to heart. It could be you someday. Like you could be the one subjugated. So you could never allow somebody else to just get snatched off the street. Without due process, if they're without due if process in America, but
0: if they're coming unmarked, unknown, you only thing that you know that they're here, they're essentially blending in. So they have a different. They have they have a they they have a, a a different order. You're not privy to. I'm not privy to. Nick not privy to. Right. You no,
1: know, but what I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that support that. Like a lot of people, like a lot of citizens, just average people, they're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, let's go do that. It's you
0: know, like, what? Of course, it's a, bu- <laughs> it's a bunch of these fucking conservatives that say that stupid shit. But my, my thing is, never in life, and this, and I'm only, I'm not very old, I'm only 35, but only in life have you ever noticed that it was okay for conservatives to be pro-government until Trump's in office. I've never seen so many conservatives be pro-government because conservatives ideally like limited government, right?
1: he hijacked that. He hijacked that that party, that political party. No, 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 There's no. A-
0: he. He's always been that association has allowed him to maneuver through both parties because who he right. is and who he was prior to him running for president.
1: No, he- I mean, but to your point that a conservative should not cheer for government oversight
0: yeah.
3: uh,
1: or government oversteps right no, like he i, I he's high never beca- and if you there's a youtube channel of like who's republicans against trump I when mean, you listen to their like their perspective of it it's like he stole that whole damn party because a lot like a lot of the people that were voting on the principles of the party are like no he's Fucking embarrassing. My like my grandpa was a Republican. He would detest. He was a conservative Republican. And he would detest. Like he would be ashamed if that was his representative.
0: Like I don't uh, mind people being. Re- I don't mind anybody being Republicans. If they're going along with the definition, because all of this is just politics here and there, right? It's, yeah. You think this, I, you don't want to inflate the government with so much cash where they're becoming powerful, right? And, yeah. and and I and I get Democrats have a have a different mindset to say let's inflate the government so we can have these programs, more social programs, and more socialism type style programs. But now what we're witnessing. In these in these last four years, now the government is being pumped so much. It's being pumped with a bunch it's of. A people It's a franchise. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> it's being pumped with a bunch of people that think that you're you're expendable at at any given moment.
2: All right, so y'all know I'm slow, and and you know I always got to catch up with the group. So on on that line of the subject. And and what you were saying about the National Guard, the local police and all that stuff. Can it be stated that that's just a militia force for the government and it's being used more so now than ever?
1: Yes. Yes. Because they don't have control at the local level anymore. So how does the thin blue line support law and order? No, I'm 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 telling you that what it's different definitions for different people. The actual reality of the situation doesn't follow the official definition, right? Like it's a distorted, corrupted version of whatever. It's just a catchphrase. When, There's when, a lot of there,
2: when did the like, thin blue line become a thing? Let Let me going back to my comprehension. When did the thin blue line become a thing?
1: How How recent or long ago was that? Hey. That's an interesting question now. I, I that really would, hate that our
0: fucking constitution using these broad and ambiguous terms where you got to deep down and figure out definitions that, that that mean like three different fucking things because interpretation, you got somebody that may interpret well, and it. Because of, is, and
1: because of is, and. media and because of media and pop well, culture. If like, you got three
0: people with three versions of this of this particular statement, then everybody's yes. going to fuck that up. Yes. Everything. And it's and that that uh,
1: that is the deliberate part of the design, like to me, that's the deliberate part of the design, it's so that me and you can't talk about the same shit because it means different shit to us, like I think that's deliberate and and calculated, and I think it's executed on a highly efficient level of getting people to. Well, speak yeah, I mean, different just to, to literally speak different languages well yeah you I mean, of say course, the same
0: shit. black people and white people speak different languages right
1: mm-hmm.
0: we have di- i mean we have different innuendos we we have different everything right but, i mean it, it's right. only certain moments where you might find that you know the counterparts our counterparts are thinking different or thinking the same based off of whatever situation that we in and People are conditioned that way If if you're If you're going right. to be A part Not you particularly Gary I'm just saying If You don't people, have
1: to exclude me I got you don't You don't have to
0: exclude <laughs> I'm just saying Because
1: I Because whatever you're saying I've probably You've been guilty of at a No certain But point I'm just saying Like the, okay.
0: the, the, the white society White people And, and Definitions are going to be Different to them Because they have They've always had A level of freedom Right So Black people ain't Never had the same Level of freedom So those definitions Are going to be different They're going to be more right. Um, on your ass You you know what I mean So if I say Hey we are gonna beat some ass Right It's not gonna Really mean You you know Like Like a white person Could be like Oh yeah We just gonna beat some ass Where a black person Is thinking like Well shit I'm gonna get my ass beat <laughs> It's not it, you, you, you see what I'm saying Like let, let, Let's let beat some ass It's just that simple Two One One sentence means Wholly two different things But it's all one about One word how, Well yeah yeah One yeah, word one. means Totally two different things is because the way that blacks was conditioned, it was, it was, it was basically, we was conditioned to, 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 you know, we were conditioned to be disciplined, be inferior, know our place, you know, be childlike, be fearful, you know what I mean? Place, place, you know, white people above us, you know, completely surrender and, and and see white people as superiors and be totally dependent. I mean, those were, those were goals that yes. that blacks were to do
1: yes
0: you know so that that if you never if you never see anything uh that that was different than that right if you if black people have just been conditioned that way in the american society since day one yeah day one and so and when the police you- comes along and they say, man, somebody somebody gonna have to speak up for it. That means one or two things for us. Somebody's either about to go to jail or get their ass beat. What you think, Nick?
2: Fuck around, get my
0: ass beat. <laughs> get my ass oh beat. no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I might go to jail though, because i 'cause I'm kinda I'm like, yeah, I don't I'm not really for all that. Just throw me in the cuffs. <laughs> no, seriously.
2: I, I um I just just because of of that thought process and that's going back to you know, yeah, it can be multiple people out here that's like, man, that's fucked up. But the but the fact of the matter is that's that 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 conditioning still occurs. Um, I don't know if this is is if we have enough time for this or whatever. But you know, I think that's another conversation as far as talking about the quote unquote black on black crime and that 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 kind of thing. Like when you're set Let's up in condition, like when you're set up in condition to to feel like you're you're inferior and feel like you you've been left with with no hope whatsoever and every and everything seems to be designed to go against you because of your conditioning what where did that leave you at as a as a, as a human being and and so even though going back to what you were saying in your point about yes there's multiple people that see that that's fucked up that's cool that that's 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 i appreciate that but the fact of the matter is, that's still something that, that occurs daily. And that feeling of, um, there, there's a superiority complex, I think, that still occurs with that. And like you said about the competition thing, white males, um, as far as part of that dominant society, refuse to let that part go. Yeah, And they would do anything, as Malcolm X said, by whatever means necessary.
1: Well, and I think that, like, I'm going to go on a, on, on just a, trying to understand on a basic human level what would make somebody fight so hard for that. And the only thing I can come up with is fear. That's like, what? fear. Uh,
2: what, as, are they fear what are they scared of?
1: Themselves? Not being able to, to compete without an advantage? Like,
2: so... Is that being scared of themselves or the other person?
1: It's probably not knowing the other person. Like, because they've never had, like, it's, it's more of an ignorance thing. Like, but it's also a certain a certain belief, I guess, that some, it, it, look, it, if a person's going to feel fear about competing, they're not just going to place that on, like, Competing with a a, a black person, right? They're always going to have that fear, but if they have a level of ignorance that leaves them ignorant when it comes to people of different colors, then that, that, that sense of fear is going to be amplified because they're not going to have any personal knowledge of the situation. Like Karen said, like it's just not what's real in their life. Like,
2: so, is it a fear of lo- losing a privilege, or is it a fear of, lo- of losing, like in a physical or? It's
1: know, a, right? No, it, it's basic. It's a fear of inadequacy. Like, but because they've been taught, because they have an ignorance on a certain situation, but because maybe they were taught something different, the only real knowledge of the situation they have is what they've been taught. So they're afraid of what they don't know. Is is there was? I tell you the one. I tell you the one. And it's it's just like it's hard for y'all to explain to me what what your reality is. I think it's difficult for other just as difficult for other people to understand who don't have to actually go through it. My wife has an interesting thing she says when it comes to pain, like physical pain. Like, some people have ailments that give them physical pain. And what she says is if you're not feeling the pain, it's not real. So you can't really feel somebody else's pain. Like, because they can tell you about it, but unless you actually live with it, it's hard for another person to understand. What got me was and I've told you about this and I keep it was I I started reading the book Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl and it was written by Harriet Jacobs. Harriet Jacobs her book was not to talk to other black people. She had a specific audience and she catered everything that she said and every word she wrote to the audience she was speaking about, and she published her book in 1861. She was talking specifically to white people, and she was very careful and considerate of how she put things, because her primary focus was understanding.
2: So do you think it still occurs that black people try to be considerate to white people because they
1: the condition. oh absolutely no you you have to cause if you want to be heard no then that's like the perspective that I think that white people need is the fact that this this shit happened and it still exists and it
2: well why do I have to talk to you in a way that you like
1: for it to be acceptable you should and that like you somebody has to understand that somebody's doing that and they have to accept a certain level of responsibility for it. Like, that's, it's not okay, is what I'm saying. It's, but, yeah, but she, like, what she did was real. Like, cause she was literally trying to reach out to the people that she absolutely hated to just get them to understand so that they would stop. So, or so that other people would help. Like like that, her, and, and that's what lets you know it's real, is because she stopped long enough to speak a language that she was taught that wasn't hers, that she in her heart detested. But she did it she had to speak their language. Yeah, and she did. And How effective was it? For me?
2: No, not for you. For, for, for
1: societal norms. I, w- I don't know what the effect of her book had on has, has society in 1861. Has anything changed? Um, that, Going back to the same thing,
2: the, the same conditioning and, and, and the fact that she had to... Has the intent changed?
1: Is that what you're asking me? No, no,
2: no. The, the fact that she had to speak to them in a way that they would accept for them to even listen to her and have that
1: change. No, it It would go back more to definitions. Like, she actually... Like, it would go back more to just like like Garen was saying, we have different ways of speaking. We have different, you know, certain things mean different. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think the fact that she... No, I see it more as noble that she would do it. Like, because is it right? No, it's not. But she was more concerned with the message than she was with what was right and what was wrong. Because so, what was wrong right. like she like it was always good it was always wrong. Like she couldn't stop the fact that it was wrong. Like the point of it was it's wrong and it needs to change and in her book that was her motivation. Now, should she have had to do that? No. But is the fact that she did that not Notable. I'm not going to take that away from her. Like,
2: and I'm not. I'm not trying to say that you are. All I'm saying is, I understand how her passage could affect people individually. But what nice. did her passage do as far as when it came to appeasement? Did that do for the actual problem that she was trying to address? I don't feel like it did anything. To to, to give my statement out, I asked you enough questions, like the police, to give my statement. I don't feel like it did nothing. So no, even in that appeasement, shit didn't change. So me, me trying to just just appease you and say, well, this is the way you like to listen to me, master. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily change something up.
1: I mean, you gotta listen to the book. That's not necessarily how I went, but the, the point was the 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 point is not that the point is is that other like I I feel like if some people read her book. Then, she would un- then you would understand that because she put it in a way that I could see, that I could feel, that I could experience it became real and then you can associate it to the world we live in now and you can understand to your point Nick that not a lot has changed it, it was my point like if you go back and and you look at then 1861 when she published this book about her life, and then you read it and you understand it and you feel it, and then you look at the world we live in today, you'd have to be a fool to think that a lot has changed.
0: Well, I mean, there's a there's a large society of quote unquote fools that think that something has changed. It hasn't changed. Like my my experience becomes with people and they'll say, they'll say shit like, oh slavery's over, so y- y'all shouldn't be tripping. And 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 what's the biggest one? None of y'all experience slavery, so why y'all tripping? Like you ain't go through slavery. I think Mitch McConnell had a conversation about reparations where he was like, well we, we wouldn't even know who to give it to because none of those people are alive or nothing and i'm sitting up here like interesting so, and the
2: further day he also said not to cut you off g he said well we
0: we uh
1: Barack obama was president so that's our reparations there you
2: go black
3: people
0: yeah like a what? he did he did yeah <laughs> no that's it's, a real story fuck yeah like shit I, you know y'all got a black president before so that, that y'all ain't getting no damn money
1: well, I mean, if you look back, if you look back at the the history of slavery, you understand that they 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 take that all the way back to the Sumerians, which was literally the first civilization that they have on record, right? But the, and and that's a that's like, that's that's cannon fodder for a lot of stupid people, right? If you actually look at the whole big context, like slavery was a very big industry. For a very long, long, long time, like, since the beginning of time, like late, free labor and forced labor has always been a thing.
0: I mean, I get that. But this need, condition no, no, was no. no. Different, Hold
1: on. Though. Let me. Let, this let, a, let, no, I, no. Yeah. No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hold on. just Just hang with me for a second. You tell me Atlantic- No, no, I am going to get to it. I'm going to get to it because because you rushed me, because you rushed me. I'm going to get to it. Go ahead, you go got to understand in the, in about the 17th century, right? Mm. People the Atlantic slave trade is the slave trade that ended uh the traditional slavery it ended it. and the reason it ended is because they changed the rules for it and they did it in a way that was so dirty and they did it that it ended it And you got to understand slavery existed the entire time and there were certain rules to it and there was it was there was a way that you had to go about it and laws were written for it to govern it but the Atlantic slave trade that involved African people they changed the rules for it and it became so brutal and so sickening that the Atlantic slave trade ended slavery in its traditional form and that's something that never happened like and then when you want to, and then, so I think it's important for people to understand that you have to repair that situation because that's what reparations is, right? It's that, that, basically that's the
2: prefix word.
1: The parent word is repair. You have to acknowledge and repair the situation that a certain level of people were so brutalized that it ended in the industry that it existed forever.
2: Well, I, I don't like, think it's necessarily about brutalized. I think it's about uh, uh, as far as what um, Dr. Anderson's book says: black labor, white wealth. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it's it's. It, it, I mean, I, I don't talk from the seventeen hundred standpoint because it, it happened way before then. I mean, it, it's it's a timeline, and I could show it to the both of y'all, but it's a timeline. No, I mean the that,
1: the seventeen hundreds is when the Vatican basically abolished. Or basically oh, no. condemned
0: no, slavery. No, 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 no. That Vatican condemned the use of Indian slaves, but he suggested blacks, and that was between fifteen eleven and fifteen forty five. Right. So right. billion, but you got to remember billions of gold no, they changed, and silver. They, they
1: changed. They changed their stance on slavery about
0: hundred times. But. Yeah, because yes. they they want to condition a certain people, but in fourteen hundred. <laughs> Uh, displacement of africa's natural human wealth began that's when you started seeing billions of gold and silver basically going to europe they so when people tell you like you know like oh, when they say the I, I love the term go back to africa y'all robbed that motherfucker blind that's why we here yeah <laughs> you
2: got I mean, everything does, does, <laughs> you know does, does africa even own any of their resources anymore no, and
0: I don't no. know that. I'm like, no, it's, it's, probably. it's, how could you, you've, you've taken a, and I'm not like this big person that's big on Africa or anything like that, but I'm just saying, if this is the story that is being told out there, which is, you know, there's other stories too, but if this is the story, then there's no possible way that anybody that lives in America should feel comfortable knowing that the forefathers had a plan since the 1400s and like I said that you know then then in the 1500s you know they the tribal chiefs uh, basically began modern black slavery you know then you know 1550 the European uh, aristocracy emerged with the with the widespread famine and crime and poverty and all that other shit it continues to go one million black slaves got exported to Latin America yeah think about it Everybody's con- it, This was This was a design This was bigger than just Oh we woke up one day And we you know what We're gonna put these Motherfucking black people In, in slavery Hmm no. that's a Good idea Now they didn't wake up One day thinking that They woke up no, they, What
1: makes it more of it Hundreds of them
0: had ideas to to strip the resources and go to a brand new land and become extremely rich and we're going to do it because you always have to have a slave class even though blacks right now aren't the slave class um Blacks, uh, we don't we don't benefit from having a slave class. The slave class now would be considered the you know Mexicans and Latinos. But Dr. Anderson had a a good point in one of his uh, speeches. He said uh, over here is basically a monopoly game, and in, in the United States society, whites have been given eight thousand dollars to start to play on the board. Uh, Asians have been given like uh, four thousand dollars uh jews or no jews have been given four thousand or six thousand uh, dollars asians have been given uh uh it was, it was six thousand dollars and so on and so forth but then when you got down to blacks we only got five hundred dollars to play this monopoly game so what happens if you play playing monopoly and every other player on the board got thousands of dollars and you just got a five hundred dollar bill a i'm gonna land on your property I'm going to keep having to pay you or I'm going to just go to jail or I'm going to be out the damn game. I'm not going to be in competitive posture. I'm not, there's no way. All of this stuff right. is a condition and we've been conditioned to be in this style of a society. And I, mean, we'll I
1: think c- you can probably, I think you can probably make it, like, let's be honest about it. It wasn't a design. Let's be honest about what it was. It was a business plan. Yeah. To it was a business plan, which I think to me is like, if you put it that way, because that's what it actually was. A bunch of people sat around and they cooked this up and nah, they picked a certain people and they made a business plan. This wasn't.
0: Nah, this was bigger than a business plan. This was key to freedom. This was key to freedom. Bi- business is one thing. What they did is a completely different
2: the reason they did it was completely different. It, it, are are you saying as far as
0: um, economic freedom? Gee, uh Gary. Nah, man, not economic freedom. I'm talking about like freedom completely. I'm saying like if, if your if your city has if 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 your if your country is overcame with famine. Um, all of the resources are gone. You, you you're gonna A, go, go try to find a place where you can live so you you don't you're not overcome with that same famine, right? Like, cause you gotta uh-huh. remember it, it's a widespread of um what they say, a widespread of um famine, crime, and poverty. Now, anybody that understands the conditions that happen in black America right now with crime and poverty would be white people. Our forefathers of the United States, because they've experienced this in Europe centuries ago, right? Yeah. So they,
3: knew what
0: was they knew how to condition you. They knew how to not give you things because they've over they they basically overcame their issue with what we're we gonna go. We're gonna go to Africa and we're gonna hang out by the beaches. We're gonna hang out by the beaches and we're gonna keep taking one after one after one after one after one after one until we got enough. Then we got enough to do whatever it is that we want. Then next thing you know, they kept coming. You got to remember, a lot of those black people that was fighting in tribes, they wasn't ready for that firepower that a lot of the uh, Europeans brought. They wasn't, they wasn't ready for any of that. They you, shit, they out here, you know bowing and sticking and shit that's why when they got to the americas the shit was different they got to the americas and was like oh shit (laughs) these natives oh shit (laughs) we did this before (laughs) just wait let's have thanksgiving yeah i I think uh
2: going back to as far as I, i as far as the design of it like as far as the 13th Amendment says, like, they, they just changed the wording of it, but it still equates to the same thing as far as it's saying that, yeah, everybody's free unless you break, break a crime. And, and now, so, I make all these rules, just going back to what you said about my understanding of that as far as how the Europeans came here and was like, oh, mm-hmm. we've been through this. So, we yeah. know how to dominate the situation because we know what this type of situation creates, so, so, but I put rules in here like, oh, well, you're free, but unless you break a crime, then you can be a slave again, pretty yeah. much. So now I'm gonna design all these rules that you ain't gonna have no choice but to break a crime. Yeah, because I'm gonna set you in conditions. Going back to prefix words of conditioning mm-hmm. that that you're you're going to you're gonna you It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of nobody's 100% perfect
0: so yeah and that's what I'm saying the, the the drafters of this constitution did something completely different than what we all were ready for like I said they stole right. the natural resources and and in, 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 in some of the people which is if you talk to some people I think I seen somebody post the other day uh, a, a black man owned 10,000 slaves in North Carolina I'm like I need to see this shit somebody gotta show me this shit <laughs> Shine Sh- <Nah>, like some <laughs> real ass, like Sh-
2: this Sh- some of that old cooked up in the back room, dark yeah. room type
0: shit. Yeah, it's some bullshit. You can't, you can't tell me it was a black man in the fucking United States that was owning mother. I mean, so, somebody show me this so I can not go crazy.